Gosh, this is so awesome, man. I never in a million years thought something like this would happen. Out of turn number four come the most powerful weight models on the planet, the world of outlaws. I call Scott my dad, and uh, <laughs> nothing like the best in the business, breathing down your throat your first outlaw in. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 24 of Stick Signals. And we are ready because hashtag falls, Prairie Dirt Classic, $50,000 to win. Happy race week, everyone. My name is Ruben Morales, your host for Stick Signals. Uh, Mick, you must be getting excited. How are you, first of all? But you're coming to the PDC, so you must be living the dream. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, the PDC is probably my favorite event, and I'm excited to get out of the office it's been a while since i've been on the road so uh looking forward to it mike warren uh i know you're not happy to see me again this weekend but how are you my friend that, that is that is not true at all i am always excited to see you because as you know we all play pranks on each other left and right so you know i got something cooked up for you but it's time to get fallsy this weekend boys it's ready to go my first pdc man i'm excited oh, i am just excited to get ready to run you believe it or not but this is my first pdc as well um just oh, wow. yeah because i've been doing the hell tour for four years now but the first year um they're like rick could do the mods we, we really don't need you it's okay you go back home and then we went to cedar ridge and then it just it never had obviously last year kokomo so Believe it or not, first PDC, boys, I'm super pumped there with you. I love falls. I mean, come on. It, it's never a bad moment there at Fairbury. Um, it's going to be good. This episode is going to be good as well because it's a great week. Uh, report cards, boys. Let's do this. All right. Well, as you know, we did this after we ran the beginning of May 7th and 8th at Mississippi Thunder. Mm -hmm. And, well, at the top, not that much has changed. However, in the middle... It has a little bit, and I think we're in for a great battle, and we'll get to that, you know, once we, I'll, I'll explain why once we get through this, but we'll start off with these grades. We'll start off with Brent Larson. I'm giving him a C at this point, mm -hmm. and keeping it around the same point as last time. He had his, he was coming off his best win, or best run of his career at Mississippi Thunder that past weekend, but he's been good in spots. He set quick time at Gondic Law. Sorry, it's like Woody's quick time at Gondic Law a couple of weeks ago. And you still see the strides there, but it's just not all coming together. I think it could in time before the year's over, but right now I have to stick with C. I, I stuck with my B minus, which is what I gave him previously. And for the same reasons, like, yeah, he, he's he's showing speed. He's showing that the car can be fast. It's just uh, getting it into victory lane there and, and lasting through the race. Yeah, I completely agree. We talked about his new crew chief. And, yes, we were excited about his best run at Mississippi Thunder. And, yeah, you talk about it. He said that quick time, and that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. He started in the heat race, but yet he, he didn't win the heat. And, uh, I mean, it was, yeah, it was a little bit of a tough heat, but it wasn't that tough. And I think Brent Larson could have honestly done better. Uh, I had him at a B-. minus. And, guys, we're already 31 starts into the season. He has five top tens. I'm going to have to go down to a C. Um, I know Brent could be better, and that's why I'm going to be harsh. But today I'm going to give him a C. We move on now to the current three-time and defending champion and current point leader, Brandon Shepard. And I bumped him up a little bit. I went. I remember last time I went B-plus because it wasn't he, – he, more because of the expectations that the Rocket 1 team has – I have now bumped him up to an A-minus. He's starting to hit his stride. Yes, he still only has four wins on the season, officially. Five if you count the win at Cherokee. But I think this team is going in the right direction. and They're close, and they could reel off a few here, coming up with a lot of races on the schedule that Shepard has had success in in the past. Right, and, and I went to an A from a B-plus. Uh, I mean, he's lead the points, man. And, and 
by a sizable margin, and, and the, the winds are starting to come, and, and we're really getting into his neck of the woods. I mean, PDC is his wheelhouse, so I think that uh, there's probably more room for there's some room for improvement there, but but they're definitely improved. And before Ruben goes, like I I, I say, a lot of places with success. Obviously, we'll talk about this later, but he's won PDC twice. Mm-hmm. He's a defending champion in the event. He swept Davenport last year. Yeah. That's coming up on the schedule. He has a win at Williams Grove, places we're still going. And then, you know, there's a lot on the schedule where he can still put up a victory. So I, I don't think he's done by any stretch of imagination. I think that A-minus can bump up before the year's over. Go ahead, Ruben. Uh, well, I gave Brandon an A-minus last time. And and I don't know. I, I feel like the the Rocket team, you know, they're, they're great. They're doing great things. Obviously, they're still in the point lead. They have two more top fives than Madden, but they also have two more starts than Madden. And they have an 88-point lead. Shepard, yes, got those wins in Wisconsin. Wisconsin was great to him. Um, I just I feel like that team could still be a lot better. Um, honestly, I'm going to stay with my A minus with Shepard just because I know the standard they uphold and all the challenges they're facing. I still think they could be better. And I, I'm just going to stay at A minus because, yes, they're still the point leaders. They're winning. They're consistent. They're staying in front of that 44 machine. And that's what they got to do. And they've been so good. But I just can't get an A plus just quite yet because he hasn't been in his domination mode. And, and I know how that team could be. Right. And to, in all fairness, I'm pretty sure that team wouldn't give themselves an A right now either. No. Move on to our third driver, Ricky Weiss, who currently sits in the top five in points. Now, the last time I gave Ricky Weiss a B minus, I have bumped him up to a B because he has been coming on and been a little more consistent lately. He's been, you know, he's been consistently getting the top tens. And one of the reasons I stuck with B is because if you read the story that I wrote before we went on the Northern Swing last time, he says, I need to get top five consistency. And that just hasn't been there yet. Now, he's looked good at Red Cedar. He was up in the top five and led a couple of laps before Shepard got by him. And, you know, it could have been a threat to win that race. But I think he'll even agree he needs to get into that top five. And I think B is the right letter for him right now. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Mike. Uh, I gave Ricky Weiss a B minus last time. And and you look at the point of the season that we're in. Ricky, we always talked about him being super consistent. Uh, His first two years, obviously, got the rookie of the year. He was very consistent. And Ricky only has five top fives and 31 starts, uh, 16 top tens. The top tens are there a little bit, but I don't know. I feel like Ricky could be a lot better. And I I was very lenient the last time because they were moving into their fifth shop in four years or fourth shop in five years. I got it mixed up there, but I I don't know. I I was very lenient with them and I gave him a B minus, but I think Ricky should be running better than what he is right now. Um, I know Dana went home to Canada for a couple weeks and then she came back to help again. So that kind of hurt the team a little bit. Uh, And obviously, you know, the the battles and the challenges of, of a new chassis brand, um, I wanted to go down, but no, I am. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Ricky a C plus. I know he can be a lot better. We talked about how consistency, how consistent he was, and he just hasn't been right now. But yes, he has been showing speed recently. So I, I'm just gonna have to go down to a C plus for Ricky Weiss. I, I'm staying at a C, which is what I gave him earlier. I just, he's just not there, man. The consistency, like you said, is not there. He's fast sometimes, but you just don't, you don't hear his name very often, and. Uh, they could be doing a lot better. We know he's got the talent. Yeah, he definitely has the talent. And what, what's crazy, like I'll be watching the broadcast and Ricky will be fast in hot laps and then come out for qualifying and then he's not even fast at all. Like hot laps, he'll be like fastest overall or second, top five fast. And then qualifying comes out, he's not even in the top 10. Like it, it's so sad to see. But I know that team is facing challenges and when they hit it right, they're going to hit it right. But for now, I got to give him a C plus. Now we move on to the next driver, current leading rookie on tour, Tyler Bruning. And... I looked at my grade from the last time. I gave him an A minus. This time around, I gave him a B plus. But I'm going to say that that is, if I could 
pull those two together and find something in between, that's really where he would be. I just want to point out, I did these cold turkey. I didn't even look at the last grades when I did it. I just kind of went through. But I don't really think much has changed for Tyler Bruning. He has been consistent the entire time, still looking for that elusive first career victory. But he it's one of those things where you look at the results, you may not see it. He's there at the end of the night in the top 10 most of the time. And I think he's a guy that's been knocking on the door. He had that top five at I-94 and really had a good race. Probably could have finished second in that event, no question about it. And I, I, I still think that win's coming. And he's just getting better, but Zeb and the boys have that car pretty consistent so far, and not much has changed really over the last month for Bruno. I completely agree with you. I mean, Bruno, let's not forget, uh, I think last time we did, this, did these report cards, he was the first rookie to take the rookie of the year point standings from Strickler, and then Strickler took it back, and then Bruning took it right back over. So Bruning, uh, third in points, he has 17 top 10s. I mean, 17 top 10s is the second most on the tour guys um and we'll talk about the other driver that has 17 right now but 17 top 10 seven top fives for a rookie with the world of outlaws i say it's pretty good how you said seven them have that car running good and let's not forget it's a capital how many other guys on tour have a capital there's not very many people that have a capital on tour it's not like you can go walk over and say hey Brandon, what are you running on this? He, has, he runs a rocket, completely different chassis manufacturers. For Tyler Bruning and that crew to be doing what they're doing with, with the capital uh, it is outstanding. And yes, they were kind of close to home just recently. Uh, I, I, I expected, you know, um, I think Mick, you picked him to pick uh, get a win in his northern swing, and he didn't. But he was good. And, and I completely agree. I, I think Bruning could be better. But I'm just going to state that A- minus just because for a rookie, being third in points and how good he's been at lim- with limited experience, I think he stays at A minus, but that first win is coming, and when it does, that's when I'm going to give him an A plus. I I left him at a B plus, which is where I had him before, and uh, I feel like he uh, he sort of earned the B plus now, where I was sort of anticipating a B, B B plus. I may have been a little lenient the first time around, but but yeah, he's doing impressive things being out there on an island all by himself. You know, it's funny you mentioned drivers that uh, with have 17 top tens because we come to our next guy, his competitor in the rookie of the year battle, Ryan Gustin, and I tell you what, Gustin. I gave him a B minus this time. Again, you got to look entire body of work here. And at the beginning of the year, Gustin was not what he is now. I think we can all safely say that. But he has come up and he's been put himself in a good position. And he's another driver knocking on the door. So it's a B minus right now. But I know Brett, Noah, and the guys, are, they're getting better every race. And I think that that letter grade is going to move up before the end of the year. Unfortunately, we have to factor bad luck into this as well. He's had a couple motors go down in the last month, which could have changed this completely. Because at Lernerville, one of the nights, he was set to blister everybody. I think he beat everybody by over a second. It's like what he's qualifying and would have set him up for a great night. And that's the night that the motor went down. So you look at this, I'm, I'm giving Gustin to be minus, but again, that can jump up very easily in the future. And you know, he's knocking on the door once again. And he, I, I don't think he's out of it for the rookie of the year race either. You know, I gave Gustin a B minus last time and I'm glad you brought the engine part up because you're completely right. The thing about Ryan, um, it's not just him improving and, and let's not forget he has 17 top 10s tied with Bruning for, for, for second most top 10s. Um, but he does have two more uh, – sorry, no, they're tied for top five, sorry, with seven. But I, what I do want to say, Bruning – excuse me, Gustin and his crew are getting better together. I talked to Noah. Noah's learning more about these Hoosier tires than ever before. I'm telling you, it, it, it's a science when it comes down to grooving and siping these tires. Um, and, and Noah is getting better and more knowledgeable. Uh, Brett is getting more knowledgeable about these late models. Remember, this was a full-blown modified team that was taking the modified uh, um, 
seen by Storm and got and Ryan all of a sudden challenged Herb for his first ever win at Circle City, came oh so close there. Uh, how you said that Lernerville was outstanding until mechanical issues sidelined him. Like I I expect Ryan I expected Ryan to get his first win uh these past twelve nights that I've missed. But honestly, I think Gustin, I'm gonna bump him up from a B minus to a B plus just because of their knowledge and the fight they've been showing. And I think Gustin is on the right track to possibly taking that rookie of the year here at the end of the year because he's coming on strong guys. And once Ryan gets that first win, it's unreal. They start coming like nothing for Gustin. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Went from a B minus to a B plus. Now I think this next guy without question is probably gonna be the biggest jump for all of us. And that is the one man band from Carpentersville, Illinois, mm-hmm. Dennis Herb. Now I have him at a B plus, but Again, one thing I've said is I'm using the entire body of work through the season. Beginning of the year did not go how Dennis wanted to. I don't think there's any question. But in the last 11 races, I'm going to say he's probably doing better than anybody with three victories. So you look at this, and I now have him as a B plus, and I think there's definitely room to move up. I mean, he's having his best career World of Outlaw season so far. Three wins in the last 11 races on a couple different types of tracks, too. I mean, you got the bull ring win at, R- at River Cities. You got the bull ring win at Circle City as well. And Jackson was completely different, you know, almost a half-mile flat track. So he's been on fire lately, and I don't think we're done seeing a lot from the one-man band here in 2021. No, I completely agree. And Dennis Herb Jr., honestly, uh, all of a sudden, is having the best season he's ever had with the World of Outlaws, Morton Billings 8 Model Series. Two times... In a single season, he's had two wins, and that was his most. This year, he already has three wins. He's at his most winningest season. And I'm going to I'm gonna put everything into consideration. You talked to Dennis Herb Jr. He came and ran, ran with us with the Dirt Car Summer Nationals, and I mentioned this already in two episodes. Uh, Dennis was like, Ruben, what's happening? And I'm like, whoa, Dennis Herb Jr. is sparking a conversation with me. Like, that was pretty cool. Um, Dennis has just been more positive considering, you know, Joey and considering all you know just the life around him you know that's it's been it's been tough for Dennis but he's been super positive and it's only him and Heather they already have three outlaw wins he's he's been smiling which is a big thing for Dennis Herb Jr and I think because guys I'm I'm gonna be completely honest we we dogged on him the first time we did report cards we all gave him C minuses because he was just so like not Dennis Herb Jr and all of a sudden he turns it around and wins three outlaw features uh He's been really, really fast. They went back and did their homework, and that is not easy to go from not doing good to all of a sudden not dominating but on a hot streak. I think Dennis Herb Jr. deserves an A- minus in my book right now. I went all the way to an A, C- minus to an A. I'm super impressed with just his attitude and his personalities coming out, and he's racing. Um, like, I mean, he's a veteran. He's a true veteran, you know, but he's also, like, a little aggressive, you know, and, and he's trying new things, running yeah. the top side and, and not – being so committed to being on the bottom and navigating lap traffic, I'm just really impressed with, with Herb this year. Yeah, and you talk about the aggressiveness. Um, for those of you fans that didn't watch it, go back to uh, watching the, the heat race at at, uh, at the Juliet at the Dirt Oval at Route 66. Holy cow, you talk about aggressive. He made that one mm-hmm. interesting. They were side-by-side and got that heat race win. He was side-by-side with Frankie for the whole race, and he made it happen. Yeah. Like, Dennis has been more aggressive, and let's not forget, it's only him and Heather. Like, he has done phenomenal. I go from a C minus to a a minus as well. I I think he gets a couple more wins. You look at the schedule going forward too. I I think he gets he gets five wins on the year. Well, and here's the thing: he's got laps at Davenport, mm-hmm. which will be there in about a month. You know, uh, I will get to this later, but I certainly wouldn't count him out this weekend. No, nope. by he's any stretch of imagination. Yep. 
And, you know, I wouldn't count him out. You know, there's a lot of big races coming up where I think he's got a shot. But we'll move on to our next guy now. And it's going to be the 44 Chris Madden, still sitting second in the point standings. I have him as a minus because I want to clarify something. While it seems like he hasn't done a lot lately, the two Port Royal races are the first two that come in on this stretch that we did. Yep. So there's there, there's two wins. And he was knocking on the door for a number of them. Look, he finished second to Brandon Overton at Eldora. He finished second to Brandon Overton at the Firecracker and second to Brandon Shepard in the first night of the Firecracker. He's been knocking on the door. What was he? 0. .180 away from a win at Gondic Law. Look, he may not have the victories, but Chris Madden has still been right there and consistent. The only thing that's really knocking him down in the grand scheme of things is the one has had his number over the past month. That's the only thing. Other than that, Chris Madden is putting together a championship year. You got to give him an A-. And let's not forget, Mike, he also has two less starts and the guy's 88 points behind. I think last time we talked, he was like 60 points behind when we did report cards. And now he's 88. Yes, the lead has grown 28 points. But this guy has four wins. 18 top fives, 25 top tens, and 31 starts. Like the only thing Shepard is beating him is two top fives. Shepard has 20 top fives. Madden has 18. That's the only place he's beating him. They both have 25 top tens and four wins. The And Shepard has two more starts, as I mentioned. So I just really wish Madden had two more starts to really see where the point battle would be. But yeah, Madden, I had him at an A+. He's been oh so close. And let's not forget... That northern swing, he was probably the furthest away from South Carolina all the way to the northern swing. That is way out of his region. He's been doing a good job, but he has to stop letting that one car finish in front of him before it's too late. I'm not pushing the panic button yet on Madden, but I'm starting to push like, hey, it's time to go here. So I'm really going to go from A plus to A minus just because he has to start finishing in front of that one car and making little gains in the points. I don't think he's letting him beat beat the 44 car I, I don't i don't i don't think that's the case at all proven but <laughs> one other stat though to to throw on to what you were saying the other stat is podium finishes and it, it does matter in the grand scheme of points shepherd's got 15 madden's got 10 i left him at an a um yeah i mean he's he's second in points he's doing great but yeah he's um not really had the explosive summer we'd expected i did see that he was out fishing with with his uh family which i think is pretty cool and went deep sea fishing and I'm real big on finding balance in this crazy sport. So maybe he'll uh, come back with a fresh mind here and, and take a couple wins this weekend. Yeah, I mean, an A plus to A minus, don't take that as a bad thing for me. I think, like I said, I'm giving Chris a lot of credit because he's way out of his region, guys. Wait till we go back to, you know, the South and he starts, you know, getting it down there. Like, Chris has adapted so well to the tracks in the Midwest and the North and all that stuff. He's done really well. But I, I just, for me, I had to just bump him down. From A plus to A minus, just because I, I we, we need to start seeing him finish in front of the one car. When he starts doing that, bam, it's going to be great for him. We'll move on now with two drivers left. We'll start off with a driver out of Robilene, Louisiana, Cade Dillard. I went with a B minus on that one, and I'm trying to think, what did I do the last time? I gave him a B minus. Again, he hasn't really, <laughs> I, I don't want to say he hasn't been bad. He's been consistent. He just hasn't really set the world on fire either. I mean, his best run was definitely gone to, or not gone to claw red cedar when he was chasing Shepard down and he still got the one win in the season at Boone. And I, I still think he definitely could pick up one or two more before the year's over. But I think cage just been kind of consistent all year. Yeah. I mean, Kate, like Kate, I know Kate could be way better because I know his potential. I, I watched him race since I was a little kid. Um, Kate, I know could be a lot better. He's new to this late. Well, not new to this late model world, but like, I don't know. There's just been something missing this year for Kate. Uh, like, I feel like the MB Customs have been amazing, 
And then Cade, like, I don't know. There's just something missing there. But, yes, he gave Shepard a run for his money that other night. And I, I feel bad for Cade because, like, this driver never complains. He's a true racer. He's going to go out there and race. Um, and then he got sick that one night. So it's like I feel like this driver just can't find a consistent rhythm without things uh, getting in his way. Uh, I gave him a B-plus last time. I'm just going to have to go to a B-minus just because I know Dillard could be better. I, I left him at a B-minus. And, and like you said, though, I think that he's had some adversity hit um, sort of at random times, like on track, off track, and he just can't seem to find a rhythm. Hopefully that, you know, this stretch here to world finals, he finds it and gets a couple more wins where, you know, we're all rooting for, for Katie's a good dude. Yeah. Well, like Jackson, he was leading and then, you know, the, the tire came off the wheel. Like it's things like that. Yeah. Like I feel like yeah, Dillard should so have more. Too. Yeah. Like I feel like Dillard should have more than one win. Like I feel like Cade should have at least three by this point of the season. But, like, it's just a bunch of things that just never go Kate's way. And, like, it's out of Kate's control. And I feel like that it's it's a crappy deal. But once that bad luck goes away, Dillard's going to start uh, get reeling in some wins. But for now, I just I just got to give him a B-. I'm sorry. But, like, I love Kate, but B- minus for me. And our final driver on the list will be the 99B of Boom Briggs. I have him down as a C. He's shown some signs of life. He, he's been qualifying pretty decent. He was in the redraw in I-94. He got a top five at state line, but it just, I, he's kind of, see his average. That's he's kind of what, that's kind of what he's average, been. Yeah. I, I think that's the fairest way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. State line, obviously I had marked in the calendar. Like I, that I was going to look for boom bricks. I, I mean, that's as close as home and obviously Erie's, but uh, I don't know. I, I expected boom to be better at state line. Yes. He got a top five, <clears throat> but I was really expecting boom to kind of give us more of a, more of a show, I guess. Um, you know, contesting for the lead or something like that. And I don't know, boom, uh, we, you know, we talk about it making the switch to rocket chassis. And last time I had him as a B minus, but for now I'm going to have to go to a C plus for boom, just because I know he can be better. Uh, he works his tail off and uh, I'm going to have to see a little bit more from boom, uh, six top tens, uh, with already 31 starts. Uh, I, I just, I just can't give him nothing else guys. Yeah. I, I stuck with my C. Well, all right, that'll wrap it up for our grades. And, you know, don't forget, guys, we want to hear from you, too. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't be afraid to, you know, reach out to us on the Facebook page when you see when you see this posted or the, the World of Outlaws Twitter page. You can reach out to us as well. Um, my, by the way, Ruben, my Twitter handle is at Sport Mike Warren, just, just for the record, because you, you completely <laughs> butchered that the last time. But. Yeah. Um, no, that was great. Uh, guys, let's, let's – uh, talk about some news that just came out for the PDC. I, I Mike, I'll let you, cause I do want to talk about the dirt car summer nationals a little bit. Um, but Mike, uh, go ahead. PDC set us up. You're the man. Let's do this. Well, this weekend, and, and I don't know if Ruben, you noticed is a little bit longer what to watch for, because there's just a lot of guys to keep an eye on this week to say yes. the least. And there's some guys that, you know, we were expecting, I think, that aren't going to be coming. Unfortunately, we won't see T-Mac this weekend, as we found out this morning. Yep. I believe he's doing some big block racing, though. So kind of keeping an eye on that. that that's kind of cool. Because, you know, that's where he got to start. But mm -hmm. back to the late model world for a second. You know, a lot of guys to keep an eye on. And I'll kick it off here. You know, obviously, Brandon Shepard, I think, is the overwhelming heavy favorite coming into this weekend. No question about it. He's one of only five multi-time winners of the event, along with Bab. Bob Pierce, Jimmy Mars, and Billy Moyer being the other four. And if he wins this weekend, he'll join Moyer and Pierce as the only back-to-back -back winners of the event. And I, I think he's got a great shot to do it. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's been absolutely hot this year. And uh, I, don't, I don't see why not. <clears throat> if there's a time to get rolling, for sure, this is the time right now. But 
after this, I'll just run through some mm-hmm. of these guys quickly. I mean, Bobby Pierce obviously was on the doorstep, if not for a powering steering issue that plagued him during the 2019 event and almost held on for the win. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Very impressive run. I mean, he's obviously a favorite. And I don't think he needed the power steering, honestly. Don't forget, Bobby Pierce, two World of Outlaw wins this year, both in races that are longer than 50 laps. Ruben, have you seen him win a few times this year? Just curious. I think Bobby's won a couple summer national races. I, I think he's won about, I don't know, you know, maybe just 10, you know? <laughs> or no, sorry, 11, actually. Now, going through just some of the names again quickly. Obviously, Crown Jewel event, Brandon Overton. Uh, yeah, he's yep. one of the favorites to win. I don't think we have to go into this. <laughs> you know, one of my taglines this weekend, though, making some Illinois. Obviously, we already talked about Shepard and Pierce, but... Dennis Herb Jr., another one. Shannon Babb, obviously. He's had a lot of success yes. in this event and won the Dirkar Summer Nationals event at Fairbury earlier this year. Don't count out Opie. Mike Spatola, the current point leader at Fairbury, has three wins on the season and scored his first career win with the series. And another guy I want to keep an eye on, two guys actually. Again, Kevin Weaver. Never count him out. He's, he's an Illinois legend behind the wheel of the late model. And Fairbury's own McKay Wenger, who has a win this year at the Speedway. But uh, one other guy I want to mention before we get to the big news that was released on Monday night. There's this NASCAR driver coming this weekend that I think that's got a shot to win this race, too. Mm-hmm. I certainly wouldn't count him out. This Kyle Larson guy. You ever heard of him? I, he, he has some success there, too, in, in sprint cars. So, um, yeah, I think he's going to be pretty good. I don't know. I, I You know, I went back earlier when he ran into the dream and I said he wasn't going to win and he didn't win. Uh, I just I don't think Kyle Larson um is gonna win at fairbury listen fairbury is like just like we gotta remember the last time we were in illinois two illinois boys won and there were two first time winners with the series illinois as i say the illinois bad boys you don't mess with them like i you know i would put my money on mckay winger before i put my money on kyle larson at falls just because mckay winger is, is is a is a badass at fairbury kyle larson yes don't get me wrong he's really good he, he's amazing but this track is not your or your regular quarter mile like this is falls you, you got to be on the cushion or you got to be on the bottom uh you got to be elbows up like a lot of drivers um <laughs> don't fear the illinois boys but they say they're wild because they race differently it's a whole different breed in illinois i don't think kyle larson comes in and takes the money there's no way i mean yeah bad shepherd pierce spatola there's and no i want to print a couple names fager don't leave him out of it brian shirley don't leave him out of it. A lot of guys, you know, mm-hmm. that have a shot to win this. A lot of the big names that have be coming in have a shot to win this. I mean, look, JD, Jimmy Owens. Yeah. You know, these guys have the chance. Devin, Devin Moran. Moran was another one. And don't count out the mailman. He's won this thing already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he likes cool trophies. We've seen him do this already <laughs> this yeah. year. Uh, don't don't count him out again. But when we say there's a lot of big names on the schedule, or not a lot of big names at the race, we're not kidding. It, there's going to be a few guys that won't be there, but mostly everybody. I mean, Kyle Bronson, another one yep. who's coming off of a victory in another event. I mean, he's he's going to be good, too. Yeah, These guys are going to be right there, and they're all chasing everybody down. What were the entries capped at, 60? Uh, they weren't capped, I don't believe, for the late models. I think that was for the modifieds. Gotcha. Okay. I think I think they said there's something like 60-some late models signed up. I'm glad you mentioned the modifieds, though, because that leads us to our next thing. Um, if you haven't heard yet, yeah. so— Scott Bloomquist will not be racing this weekend. Filling in for Bloomquist this weekend will be the all-time winningest driver on the Dirt Car Summit Racing Equipment Modified Nationals Tour, Nick Hoffman in the NH car. I love that they are. The, we just tweeted out a picture of the car. It's got NH in the middle where like the skull and crossbones would go. It's going to be pretty cool. That's an interesting deal. And they 
there's he's running a practice race to to get prepared for it. I mean, um, I I kind of like this what Scott's doing, putting young talent in young modified talent in his cars and, and giving them a shot. You know, he did with Strickler, and now he's doing it with Hoffman. Yeah, we saw how Hoffman did great at the Dream at the six car. I mean, he he did amazing. Hoffman with his own left rear shock from his own modified car. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's so cool. I mean, and uh, by the way, uh, I, <laughs> uh, at Richmond, um, I. It, Nick just posted in his story yesterday. It was a picture of him giving the checkered flag to a little kid in the grandstand. And the next picture is he's driving for Bloomquist. Good things happen to good people. Hoffman has 17 wins with the series. He has 17 for 18 guys in the modified. And, and, you know, I love seeing Nick win. I I don't like – I support people that are successful, and that's great. But here's the thing. I would love to see him get out of the modified, <laughs> let other guys win and go to the late model world. So I'm really glad he's got, he got this opportunity. I hope he does good. So he gets a late model ride and go does good. But here's the thing. He's pulling double duty at PDC. He's going to be at a little bit of an advantage as well. Uh, I, I think Hoffman has – now you all might think I'm crazy, but he may have a good shot of possibly winning in both late model and modified. That'd be something to see. It would be something to see. I think he's, I, I would put the odds obviously on the modified before I would the late model. Yeah. That's not taking anything yeah. away from Nick. I just think it's, you know, Eldora is one thing. You know, you, you kind of know what you can expect. I think running falls in a late model, it's it's a whole different deal. Yeah, there's a and, lot of variables. And, you know, it, it's, you know, and one thing with Fairbury is, you, you know, especially we could be looking at thousands of a second being the difference between giving you a shot to win the showdown or going to the last chance showdowns on Saturday. It, it could be big. Did you guys see that new Nick Hoffman shirt with the, the cherry picking shirt? Yeah, that's... <laughs> if he sweeps this weekend, I, I hope those sell out. Yes, I really do hope so, too. Like, honestly, Nick is... Here's the thing. Uh, everybody on Facebook is a tech official, and they all say he's cheating. But as I mentioned in the last podcast, the American Modified Series tech officials were determined they were going to find something. They took every single bolt off that car. He was perfectly legal. Uh, our, our officials have checked him. He's perfectly legal. Um, Nick Hoffman is just so smooth. You, you watch him, and he's, he is smooth. He makes no error. If he doesn't have to run the top, he won't run the top. He'll run the bottom, play smooth, and just drive smooth. He's, he never makes errors. That, that's the thing. He's just so consistent. And it's not even about the NASCAR money or the NASCAR stuff like that. He's just so good. I mean, there's nothing about it. He's his own engineer. He knows, he knows what he wants to feel. So I'm super excited to see him in the late model. I think Nick Hoffman's going to have a great shot. And let's be honest, he has the best mentor, Scott Bloomquist. He does, and that's the case. Well, all right, guys, I think it's uh, you know it's time for uh, predictions. Predictions. Now, mm. we're going to have to let Ruben mm. go first because he was touting how much he loved this oh, prediction right. last week that's on right. the show. So, And he, remember, if he changed his mind, I just want to let everybody know because I called him out on it. He did not pick Bobby Pierce to win this race, just for the record. No, no I'm not picking Pierce to win this win, uh, to win this uh, PDC. I'm going to go with the driver that won it on the bottom. Yes, listen, Falls is a whole different racetrack this year. It's not what it used to be. Matt Curl is doing a great job. They're doing different things with the track. I had never seen a driver win on the bottom at Fairbury. And the way he had it figured out, and he's in a Team Zero. Teams, MB Customs are known to be on the bottom. But if there's another chassis brand that's known to be on the bottom, that's Team Zero. Uh, Team Zero cars are amazing on the bottom. I think he goes for his fourth. For sure, PDC, Shannon Babb. Good pick. I, I tell you, that's, that's a good one. Mick, I'm going to let you go next. Well, I'm going Chris Madden. 
and I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I just knocked uh, Ruben out of his chair. Um, for no reason other than I think that, that he's he's due one, and he's taken the last couple, you know, off weekends to go do family things and get himself refocused. And, and I think Madden surprises everybody and, and takes the PDC this year. Okay, well, my pick's going to really shock all of you at the end of the day. We are in the state of Illinois, the uh, state of the six-time world champion Chicago Bulls. And to quote my good buddy Drake in a rap song, (laughs) back-to-back like Jordan 96-97. Brandon Shepard's getting it done two in a row. I just got a gut feeling in this one that it's going to be B-Shep in victory lane. That's a very safe prediction. Yeah, okay, it's a safe pick, but he's he's rolling right now. He's finally gotten to a spot where I think he's, you know, he's confident. He thinks he's got a great shot to win this, and, he you know, this is one that he's excited about. And by the way, this is probably the closest one to his New Berlin, Illinois home. True. Farmer Farmer City might be closer, but we're splitting hairs there. I mean, honestly, you can never count Shepard out because every time he races the PDC, he's always in it. Like, I think his worst finish... And the PDC the past couple times is eighth. I know uh, Shepard has always been good. He, he won it last year, and then he got third, then he won. Uh, yeah, he's won two of the last three, let's be real. Uh, and then he got a third in 2015. Like, Shepard is good. <clears throat> I completely agree. I mean, Shepard's a good pick. Um, we'll see. I, I really am looking forward to see where we stand in our picks. Uh, guys, I just want to talk about some of the dirt cars, some of the racing equipment modified guys that are going to be there. Uh, Matt Curl. Um, did a phenomenal job picking drivers because uh, he had to do 60 of them. Um, how about some of the names of this? Let, let me just give you some of the names. Justin Allgaier is going to be in the house driving a dirt car UMP modified. Uh, obviously, you have Nick Hoffman pulling double duty. The Lincoln left foot, Victor Lee, is going to be in the house. You have Kyle Steffens in the house. Uh, Chris Arnold. You have Chris Arnold in the house, the 99W. We, we haven't seen much of him this year with the series. He's going to be there. He's going to be exciting to watch. Mike McKinney, Levi Kissinger, Kurt Spaulding, Dylan Woodling, uh, Jeff Lika, never count him out. Um, <clears throat> we have a lot of great drivers. So Zeke McKenzie, and uh, the list goes on and on. Uh, Mikey Ledford, you can't count him out. Kyle Hammer doing double duty again. Bobby Stremme, Ray Bollinger. The list goes on. We have a talented field of Dirk Cardio MP Modifieds. Uh, it's going to be good. But yes, I'm excited to see the PDC, baby. It's going to be good, guys. Where are you staying, Ruben? You in, you in uh, Pontiac? Oh, we're in Bloom- Bloom- Bloomington. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what hotel but we're in Bloomington. Well, I'm bringing a hammock uh, to stay out Friday night. I'm going to camp and hang out with the campers and, and do camping things. <laughs> so I should bring an Ooh. extra hammock for you. You should hang out with the fans with me, man. Ooh, that would be fun. Honestly, I think that would be fun. I'm in. And, and that's the other thing about this week. And just to segue off that, the racing. We've talked about the racing and how awesome it's going to be. But all the events going on: the golf tournament on Thursday morning, the cornhole tournament. There's a the auction. There's just a lot going on this weekend. If you if you can't get there Thursday, you really need to because there's just a lot going on yeah. in the area. This is this is a big event, and I'll tell you what, I'm excited to get to Fairbury. Uh, this is this has been something you guys have all been telling me since I signed up for this role, and I've been excited for this, and it's finally time. Yeah, this is is an amazing event. There's just so much going on. Like everywhere you walk in town, there's somebody like hanging out, and it's just it's a cool event, man. The golf carts everywhere, and. I can't believe it's both of y'all's first time going to it. Yeah, we're gonna have to have a we're gonna have to have a lot of fun. Uh, in all fairness, I didn't know the race. 
Grace existed until this year. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, to be fair, yeah, I've been around for what, four years now. So, yeah, I, I, but yeah, I'm just super thankful. And for my first time, I get to announce the Dirt Car Summit Racing Equipment Modified Nationals. Uh, it, it's going to be great. I, I can't wait. And obviously, Matt Curl has a great staff. We got to thank him, obviously, for having him, uh, having us. Uh, Matt's amazing. Uh, obviously, for those of you that don't know, he was a former series director for the World of Outlaws, Morton Buildings Eight Model Series. Uh, one of the best in the business, professional you'll ever meet. Uh, he has a great staff. Mike Norris, can't wait to work with him. Hashtag falls. Hashtag please stay green. <laughs> you, you name it, Mike Norris. Uh, it's going to be great to hang out with him here this weekend. Um, and yeah, you talk about the fans. Remember, guys, this didn't happen last year. This was at Kokomo last year. Uh, it's a big thing. Like his. So let's just clear this out of the way. Uh, Matt Curl did a Facebook Live uh, a couple nights ago on Fairberry's Facebook page. And he said, uh, general admission tickets are still available, but you better get there early. Let's just clear Let's help Matt Curl out real quick. Uh, camping um, is completely packed. Uh, he wanted to thank the schools and all them for letting him do that. Reserved seats are sold out, but general admission is still good. So again, general admission tickets are, are good, but you got to get there early to get your general admission tickets. Reserved seating is is uh, sold out. So there's that. Again, you can watch every lap line. Not just to get your ticket. You got you got to get there early to find a place to stand. Yes. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> it's a quarter mile. It's tough to, you know, fit a lot of grandstands. So, yeah, definitely there's that. And if you can't make it, watch every lap live on Dirt Vision presented by Dryden. There's been rumors going around that it's going to be somewhere else. No. Every lap live only on Dirt Vision presented by Dryden. Watch it live if you can't be there. But obviously we want you there. Uh, the fans at Falls are amazing. Like the 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 Falls Fireflies is what is what my calls them when everybody turns their flashlight on and their phone in the back straight away the place is lit they're chanting they're moved they're like just having a party in the stands the fat heads um it's just i can't wait i'm, I'm ready let's do this boys well we hope to see you this weekend at the pdc uh, make sure to clean up this weekend it's time to bundle up with manscape performance package 4.0 inside this package you'll find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer crop preserver ball deodorant crop reviver toner performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold on to your goodies when you head out to the pdc first off the new performance package 4.0 includes the new lawnmower 4.0 uh, this trimmer is insane and i dare to say the goat of ball trimmers yeah i said it uh grab that and obviously use code sticksignals21 at manscaped.com. You get 20% off plus free shipping again with using the code sticksignals21. Uh, get your official merchandise of the World of Outlaws, Morton Buildings Late Model Series at store.worldofoutlaws.com. Free shipping on orders, $50 or more. Big weekend for the world, of, big back-to-back weekends for the for the World of Outlaws. You got Perrier Classic and the USA Nationals. You definitely want to get your World of Outlaws merchandise now. Uh, more than ever. A lot of great stuff on there. And as for that, Dirt Vision, uh, presented by Dryden, let's see what's uh, happening. Uh, tonight should be Wednesday night, our second night, which is the 11 from Millbridge. Yeah, Millbridge Speedway is now on Dirt Vision. Uh, see tomorrow's Stars Battle in Junior Wing, Intermediate, and Wing 600s. Thursday, Super Dirt Car Series at the Orange County Fair Speedway. Friday, obviously, night one of the Paradox Classic. The World of Outlaws, Knox Energy Drink Sprint Cars at Ransomville Speedway. Plus, you get Attica Raceway, Williams Grove and Jacksonville Speedway Weekly Racing. Saturday, $50,000 to win PDC. Then uh, the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars are at Weed Sport. Sunday, Weekly Racing. Uh, Tuesday, Morton Buildings at Autogami. I'm super excited to be back with the Outlaws there. We'll see you there. Super Dirt Car Series at the Thunder Mountain Speedway. That's exciting. And Wednesday, next Wednesday, I should say, Super Dirt Car Series at the Land of Legends. That's what's happening on Dirt Vision presented by Dryden. Download your apps. For more information, visit dirtvision.com. If you don't have that fast pass, 
go check it out at dirtvision.com. Well, as with that, thank you all so much for joining us. If you're going to join us at the PDC, Matt Curl said one thing, just please be respectful. The whole town loves having the racers in. It's a, it's a racing town. If you're going to be there, just please be respectful. Um, and most importantly, have a dynamite time. So thank you all so much for joining us. If you can't be there, uh, hey, let us know your predictions on Twitter. Watch on Dirt Vision. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you all so much for joining us. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next week to talk about the PDC wrap-up and the USA Nationals. It's a great time to be a World of Outlaws fan. 